Hey guys, it's RJ Bowser here with the American Student Podcast talking about how America came to be for high schoolers. So let's get into it. All right, hello. Welcome to episode one called What I Believe. So our first segment today, we're talking more about myself. So the first question we have here is, what are your best qualities? I would say my best qualities are that I'm a very kind person. I know a lot of people say that, but I just, like, I'm not, I, I'm not, like, kind, like, oh, like, my friend dropped garbage. I'm just going to throw it away from, like, little acts of kindness. Like, if I, if I see uh, a worker who's sweating and he's, he's working really hard and he's not having any water, like, I'll go get him a water from the store, just bring it to him, maybe get a sandwich for a homeless person. I used to have this homeless person that lived really close to my home, and every day I would go to the sandwich shop and get myself a sandwich and get this homeless person a sandwich, and I'd bring it to him, and he used to tell me all these Vietnam stories. And I thought... From there, I was like, I really want to, you know, help more people and hear other people's stories. And uh, so the next question we have here is, uh, like, do you think you like history? And my answer to that would be a yes and no. And here's my yes. My yes would be because, I mean, the wars and everything, that's, that's really cool to, you know, like, because my grandfather fought in World War II, my great-grandfather fought in World War One, and my other grandfather fought in Vietnam. So my family has a lot of war background, and I really like, like exploring and seeing what it was like to be a soldier then. I think that's truly fascinating. But the other parts with like, the revolution, that's not something I really completely enjoy. But it is cool to know. It's something to know. Like you gotta, you gotta have things that you know. So when you're just having a basic conversation and you want to relate something to history, it's such an easy starter for a conversation, and it makes you sound really intelligent too. And that wraps us into our second segment: uh, thoughts on America. So our question is: How would you describe America currently to someone from? another country. What I would say for this would be America is this very broken apart, but yet government strung together. And here's why. With all the the pandemic coming down and the fires in California, which is very usual, but the, the massive storms we're taking in the Black Lives Matter movements, the riots and everything, the whole world feels like, or for us in America, it feels like we're going through a big state of change and like an evolution for all of us. And I feel like if we were talking about America now, I'd feel like it'd be in a, in a, like an ice age, just straight chaos. But at the same time, it's coming together. And, like, we're slowly coming together. That's how I would describe uh, America today. So the second question, wrapping up segment two. Oh, no. We have two more questions after that. How would you describe American history to someone from another country? 
American history, I would say this is probably the most crazy, smart people coming together and really making something happen. They, they had this whole dream to finding this new land and doing what we need to do to, you know, make ourselves great. And that's what we did. I mean, sure, it was a little rocky start, but man, we got together. I was, I think it's truly fascinating how we had such smart people back then coming together for the constitution and everything else. I, I think it's truly fascinating. Um, I would say definitely a little bit of chaos, but with some really smart people coming together. Our, our third question is, what is a historic moment you find most important why i would say was my historic what's a historic moment i find most important would probably be world war one here's why uh, world war one really started using the you know maximum machine gun and really started getting into what war is called today and the crazy part about world war one was they used new weapons but had um, the same strategies of before this new weaponry. So it was just a chaotic war, but truly shaped into World War II, into what we have today. So I think World War I, for me personally, would be a very important historic moment that if that never happened, we would have a different world. Coming into our fourth question, we have... What do you want to learn more when it comes to American history? I would love to learn a lot more about World War II. I simply have not gotten enough information to fully understand World War II. I've heard stories, yes, but I haven't heard all sides of the story. And that's something I like to look into because I want to see everyone's side. I mean, I watched some documentaries and some movies on it, but they don't give you the full perspective. It's usually the single story. Which leads us into segment three, our final segment of this podcast. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, how to colonizers colonize, and how does that work? So uh, looking at the definition, colonization is the process which a central system of power dominates the surrounding land and its components. Colonization was linked to spread tens of millions from Western European states all over the world. I think that's uh, colonizers colonize from taking people's the native land. So we have the native land with the Native Americans and these people colonize, even though it's already been colonized historically over and over. And this has already happened before any Europeans have gone in there. And they just say, hey, this is our land now. That's that's basically colonize. That's how colonizers colonized in the, in the Americas, at least. Um, explain why America became important to Britain. So I, I got a definition here. The colonial America from 1492 to 1763, European nations came to the Americas to increase their wealth and settled in the New World. They escape uh, religious. Per- Persecution, ah, 
sorry, I have really bad reading. The Pilgrims, uh, or the founders in Massachusetts, arrived in 1620. Okay, so what I got out of this and what I wrote down was people in Britain came to America to start a whole new life. And America became so important to Britain because it was like the opportunity of a lifetime, like having a whole new fresh start. And a lot of Europeans came to the Americas because of that reason. And it's the same with Britain. Uh, if we're going even farther, we helped Britain by supplying them food when they desperately needed it and helped them with troops in the war. So we, we did a lot for Britain and we also helped a lot of Europeans themselves. All right, next question. Were the colonialists justified in breaking away from Great Britain? I would say yes, and here's why. Because they wanted to increase their wealth uh, with the definition. But they, came, they also came for a whole new different like perspective. The whole new world, the whole new way of living. And that's the Americas. And people that broke away from Great Britain and to start this new life, I think they truly got justified. Uh, that's all I can answer. Uh, the next question is, how do indigenous people resist colonialism? I found a definition saying, weaker tribes often try to ally with settlers to gain an advantage against stronger tribes. On several occasions, Native Americans resisted, was so fierce that blah, 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 blah. What I'm getting out of this, they fought. They fought for the land. They believed in their land. They were like, hey, you cannot take this land. You're not colonizing. We're already here. And um, down in, later in the definition, I don't want to read it all, but they'd be forced to negotiate peace treaties because uh, recognizing native land and land access rights. So they actually resisted so much that they actually forced the American, the colonialists coming in to sign treaties, which is, that's a, that's a fight. I gotta say you, you go up against people from Europeans that conquered all of Africa like, I would, that would be a bit scary. And they come here into your land. I think that's pretty insane and really cool as well. All right, the next question. Uh, what's the interaction between different social groups in early America? Describe what life was like between the groups. I would say because we had so many Europeans from all different areas, but mostly England, coming into Americas. I'm no expert on this. I barely even remember a lot, but from what I can take out of it, I would say that it would be very different having different social lives and different cultures all coming together along with Native Americans uh, with the treaties. They're technically with each other. I am sure there must have been some racial profiling then especially for Native Americans, and, like, also collaboration with, like, Britons and the English, and I, it must have been tough. I, I don't know a lot, but I would say 
that it must have been very tense in between them and maybe even a bit of um, persecution between each other. All right, the next question. When are the revolutions, uh, yeah, when are the revolutions justified? Uh, from what I gathered from our classes um, about the U.S. history, I would say that revolutions were definitely justified. If we're going like later on from since the beginning of the U.S., let's talk about like the 1960s when Black Lives Matter movements were very strong and they, they did it right, that they called for a revolution and also the American Revolution, everything else. But I like talking about how for being a black man or woman in America was so difficult and then fighting back and making this whole revolution into what's today and how it's not even solved today. But we're, they're still fighting for equal rights, equal everything, which I think it's, it's really good. We need to have this change. I think that's why revolution is definitely justified. Because it, it gets things done. It makes the world better in the end. And I think that's what we need to focus on as a group together. And it says, uh, next question is uh, about the uh, Prudial Revolt. And was it successful? So I got the definition. Uh, the Prudial Revolt of 1680, also known as post Rebellion was an uprising for the most indigenous Pueblo people against the Spanish colonizers in province of Santa Fe de Nuevo, Mexico, larger than present day New Mexico. So it apparently it was an uprising to get the Spanish colonizers out of their land. And from based off of other experiences with Native Americans, they fought back and they they got their land back. And uh, unfortunately for New Mexico, it, it, Spanish colonizers did get that and they ended up going through the entire area. And we had a whole war with the Spanish, the Spanish for I That's what I heard. I'm not no expert once again. So you're just hearing this from me just trying to get my stuff together. I'm no historian, but from what I've gathered, I've told you what I know and um, the way I explained it. So hopefully that makes more sense. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you and bye.